Micro Machine Man here presenting the genuine original, colossally collectible, most midget miniature replicas of the real things. Micro Machines. Dramatically detailed, stupendously styled, smaller than enough, this one or this one. And now with a totally terrific town, the new Micro Machine Super City Toolbox playset. Closed, it's a mild matter toolbox. Open, it's a Micro Machine USA. Cruise your mini Micro Machine vehicles, planes and boats to the police station, the marina, the mini motorcycle repair shop, the gas station, the construction office, work, the real working drawbridge, highway, passenger ramp, and garage doors. Or take a Micro Machine flying machine in for a landing. Phew, this place has it all. The new Micro Machine Super City Toolbox playset from the Lou. The one and only outrageous original miniatures. Remember, if it doesn't say Micro Machines, it's not the real. Hey, you guys! Welcome to a super fast edition of the Football Goonies Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Seplick, the Football Goonie himself, your Emperor Supreme of the Keeper League. And today we have the Week 6 Review. As I alluded to, we got a super quick show for you today. Um, I don't have a lot of time to do anything and so i'm sacrificing what little time i have to get you uh peons your uh your predictions that way you can get my advice and make the optimal starts anyways we're gonna start off today with the new fantastic empire er, er. and real quick a big shout out to uh gil i don't know if you listened to it yet but i uh if you haven't checked it out i highly recommend listening to the episode a couple days ago, week five review, uh, that featured Gil, our first uh, live guest, and I think it went really well. Uh, ran a little longer than we expected, but we were just having a good time, and we're really looking forward to expanding that for this show with other guests, getting you guys involved if you haven't heard me talk about it at nauseum already. Uh, so speaking of nauseam, let's just get into it. We have our first matchup, SC Honkers versus my number one, likes number twos, Brian versus Chase. At the quarterback position, it's uh, Gardner Minshew against, believe it or not, Teddy Bridgewater as of right now. Uh, I assume that there's going to be a good chance Tom Brady gets slid in there. So let's just call it Tom Brady versus Gardner Minshew. Uh, at this one, I like a bounce back from Gardner. Uh, I know that DJ Chark kind of puts a tamper on that, but he is playing Detroit. Uh, we'll wait and see. Brady, I think they're going to try to slow down that game against uh, Aaron Rodgers. Don't know if they can, so I'll have a good one. Uh, I think this is pretty evenly matched. I'll give the edge, though, to Minshew. I just feel like he's due for a bounce back. Nothing really to it other than that. Uh, next up at the running back position, we have Alexander Madison and Mark Ingram versus Ronald Jones and James Robinson. Uh, don't believe much in Ronald Jones, but a good matchup. Don't believe a ton in James Robinson, but a good matchup. And at the end of the day, uh, Alexander Madison has the best matchup, especially if Dalvin Cook doesn't go, which is the expectation. Uh, if he does go... Uh, Brian does have Dalvin Cook, so it's not like that big of a stretch anyways. Uh, the big problem here is the Mark Ingram factor against Philly. Philly is a tough, a decently tough run defense, but the big thing is like the Ravens running backs have been just awful. You got some good players, but they're just completely dividing time three ways uh, like equally, and no one's got enough juice to get through it, and that whole offense has just regressed a ton, especially with them not having Lamar run as much and him being a wildly inefficient passer. Uh, I, I think the Cinderella story's out a little bit on here, over a little bit on him. So uh, give me advantage, Ronald Jones and James Robinson, even though I do love Alexander Madison as the best of the bunch. 
at the receiver position, we have, wow, uh, Travis Fulgham and Terry McLaren versus OBJ and John Brown. Uh, the big question is the John Brown thing. We don't know if he's going to be injured or not. He is playing KC. Not the best matchup, but since Stefan Diggs will garner the most attention, uh, I think that they're going to be... It's going to be a good scoring game, and John Brown has the ability to go. Uh, OBJ gets pit. Landry's been hurt. That's another one. The big, the big news here is Terry McLaren. He is the X-Factor. He's got a great matchup with the Giants. If you view it the way I don't view it, um, what I've really noticed is the Giants have not had a lot of big play games against them, and it's not because the Giants are a better defense. It's clearly because the Giants' offense can't do anything against teams, and teams just don't need to do much against them. You saw that with... Uh, with Los Angeles with the Rams, they barely did anything because they were winning and they never were in doubt of winning the game. So I don't know, but generally Terry McLaren's good for a touchdown. So um, the big question here is the Fulham Fulham in Baltimore. I think he's kind of the weak link here. So give me uh, advantage OBJ and John Brown. Uh, at the tight end position, we got Mike Gusecki versus no one right now. Uh, Hunter Henry's on a buy, so he's going to have to go to the waiver wire. I don't know what kind of options are on the waiver wire right now. Let's take a quick look. Uh, it's a whole bunch of crap. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Austin Hooper is probably going to be the one he goes after, maybe Eric Ebron. But either way, it is not looking good on the waiver wire. So whatever happens, I'm going to give the... Uh, the advantage to Mike Gusecki, I think he's going to have a bounce back finally, especially against that crummy New York Jets defense. Um, on the flex position, you got, as of right now, no Le'Veon Bell, so we're going to guess probably... Uh, it's either Brandon Cooks or Miles Gaskin. There's a chance for Julian Edelman. Uh, he's got some pieces to put in there. I'm going to say Gaskin uh, is the most sure fire uh, with out the questionable Cam Newton, uh, Julian Edelman issue, and he's also questionable on the week. But anyways, let's say it's uh, Miles Gaskin and Justin Jefferson versus My Michael Gallup and Kenyon Drake. Um, advantage, Justin Jefferson. I don't care about the Miles Gaskin, although I'd like him better. Uh, Gallup's got a tough matchup with a new quarterback, and he's third in line as far as the receivers, maybe fifth in line, depending on how you view Jarwin and... I mean, Schultz and um, Zeke. Kenyon Drake is just been awful. I don't expect much out of him. So either way, Justin Jefferson is up against Atlanta. So give me that all day long. And then defense is Dolphins versus the Jets or Rams versus San Francisco. Uh, give me the Rams on this, honestly. Uh, the Dolphins are going to force the Jets to really pack it on. And I know Flacco's not much of anything. But the uh, the release of Bell, I think it's a uh, mini, like, oh, it's going to boost the team. There's going to be a little less, oh, uh, let's uh, cycle in a bunch of guys going on. I think they're going to focus on more Gore and maybe P. Ryan. Um but the Rams, man, Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know if he's going to even play this week. It might be C.J. Beathard, but uh, San Francisco is just 
not looking great right now, and I believe a little more in the Rams' defense than the Dolphins' defense. So with all that going, although uh, as of right now, uh, it's the upset is for me picking Chase. Obviously, I'm picking Chase because I'm just assuming he's going to fill in these spots. And although he's not going to get much out of the tight end position that he does pick up, I think he has too much of an advantage across the board otherwise. So give me, um, for the upset, uh, Chase to win my number ones, likes number twos. Next up, we got Team Texas Bear versus Popeyes, Sailor Men, Tyler, and Mike. Um, so at the quarterback position, we got Matt Stafford versus Deshaun Watson. I'm going to assume that Ryan Tannehill is getting subbed in here. Um, you guys really need to set your lineups early so I can actually comment on what you're going to do rather than uh, set your lineups for you. But uh, I believe that you will be seeing Ryan Tannehill in there um, versus Deshaun Watson. I think that uh, the big thing is Deshaun Watson now doesn't have Bill O'Brien. That's going to hurt him a little. They're going to use the same playbook, but I think Bill O'Brien's stupid as hell. So um, I, I feel like everyone's very motivated there, and they're relatively healthy. So give me advantage there. Whereas I don't know if Tannehill's going to have A.J. Brown this week. If he has A.J. Brown and Jonu Smith, I, I think that's a huge plus, but I think they're going to rely more on Derrick Henry. So uh, Deshaun Watson for the win there. At the running back position, we got Chase Edmonds and Frank Gore versus Joe Mixon and Todd Gurley. Um, Frank Gore and Chase Edmonds have the better matchups, but, I mean, come on, Joe Mixon, Todd Gurley, more assured... Uh, more 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 assured uh workloads and i'm i'm really not going to go with the infinity stone so advantage joe mix and todd Gurley, even though i don't feel great about that uh the receiver position we got deandre hopkins adam thielen versus Devonte parker and dj moore i think this is pretty self-explanatory uh you got two of the best receivers in the game right now especially in fantasy wise and one of which is a matchup against dallas the other is atlanta uh, T.J. Moore, Devontae Parker, they got, Parker's got a good, mat, just fine matchup, but man, come on, there, it's not even a question here. Uh, at the tight end position, you got Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews, give me Mark Andrews, he's the focal point of what little passing work there is in the Ravens, and the dude's just talented, whereas Hayden Hurst has been really a disappointment. Uh, at the flex position, we have, it's just like, Tight end central, you got Robert Tanyan and Gronk versus Singletary and Gibson. Uh, there's a chance that Hardman gets put in since I don't think Watkins is playing. Uh, T. Higgins could also go in. Scotty Miller could go in. Um, either way, uh, I think he's going to probably stick with Singletary and Gibson, and I think that's the wise choice. Although Tanyan could have a big game, we don't expect much from Gronk at all as he's mostly the blocking tight end. So give me Singletary and Gibson, advantage there. And then it's Chiefs against Buffalo, or uh, he doesn't have a defense yet. We'll see what he picks up because he's sitting on the Saints still. You guys really need to get these lineups set up. My goodness. Uh, either way, as of right now, advantage Chiefs. Uh, anyone you get off the waivers potentially wash on that one since the Chiefs are playing Buffalo. But... Um, We'll call it what it is. 
Anyways, uh, with the running backs being the advantage and the the flex and the tight end, I'm going to give... This is actually really tough. I think that Hopkins and Thielen give so much upside that I think between them and Watson having a good game, they could swing the whole thing around. Oh, man. And Mike's 0-5. I'm going to sit with trends here and say that somehow Tyler, who is the number one scorer, his team's fantastic if you look at his starters, uh, half of which aren't playing right now with Kamara and Jacobs on bye, Metcalf on bye. Um, he's got one of the strong, strongest starting teams. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the trend that Mike loses and give Tyler the win to move to 3-3. Three and three. Uh, next up, we got Team Groovy Drew versus Los Poyos Hermanos, my, uh, my first uh, co-host. Uh, at the quarterback position, we got Big Ben Roethlisberger versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, number like five QB or something like that. Um, the big gun, Russell Wilson's on the bench. Justin Herbert's on the bench. So uh, that definitely hurts Groovy Drew. Um, that being said, I think Big Ben's the advantage here. Cleveland's not that scary. I think he's smart enough to avoid Ward as much as possible. And honestly, it's more of a just Fitzpatrick need to do that much uh, thing, whereas Big Ben, I think, is going to be in a little more competitive a game. So give me slight advantage to Big Ben. Uh, the big one's Philip Lindsay at the running back and Brian Hill. That's a really uh, awkward starting tandem versus Kareem Hunt and Mike Davis. Uh, Mike Davis is the starter again for at least this week. Kareem Hunt is the unanimous starter as long as he's playing, which he should. So advantage there, but I will say Lindsay's gonna beat expectations, although expectations aren't that high since they are playing New England. I think at the very least, they're going to give Philip Lindsay, if he's there playing and healthy, more work because of the whole Melvin Gordon thing. Uh, but between him and Brent Hill, there's, it's not even a contest here, man. Uh, having having guys like Chubb and Eckler on IR, it's just, there's no chance here. Uh, at the receiver position, we got uh, Christian Kirk, and we're going to call it Robert Woods and Will Fuller are his two best. So Robert Woods, Will Fuller, versus uh, Jamison Crowder and Chase Claypool. I know DJ Chark is actually probably the much better one uh, over Claypool, although... Claypool, I know, had the super massive game before. Uh, and honestly, like, he could be the number one, the best target in, in Steelers land this week because I still don't think he's going to get Ward as much. Um, hopefully not, at least. But Chark's uh, just too questionable. So, uh, either way, Crowder's the big one. He's going to get a ton of targets. Robert Wood's going to do pretty well with his targets. But we just don't trust anything from Christian Kirk. Oh, sorry. Will Fuller. Uh, Will Fuller's big play guy, Tennessee. Um, give me advantage. I, like I said before, I don't think Crowder has to do quite as much. He's going to catch like 8 to 10 balls, but I think he's going to have like 70 yards, no touchdown kind of day um, just to move the change. chains. I uh, expect a good game from Fuller, who's going to have to score for them to have a chance. And Robert Woods is uh, doing decently well. So advantage on that side for the receivers. 
Uh, George Kittle versus Kelsey. Give me Kelsey. Kittle is just as good, but he's been just hampered. And I think Kelsey just has a better matchup, whereas um, Kittle just needs to show me he's back to full health before I trust him 100%. Uh, and then at the flex position, we got Christian Kirk and T.Y. Hilton versus maybe Adrian Peterson. He did just hit the report, uh, the injury report. Maybe DJ Chark. He's not been practicing, so potentially a pivot to Hines in there and Golden Tate. Uh, which makes me want to throw up in my mouth. But either way, I'm going to assume that either Peterson or Chark, one of those guys, is going to play. And I'll give the slight advantage to Gill's flex. And then it's the Giants versus Washington or the Steelers versus Cleveland. Steelers better defense. Giants better matchup. Uh, Give me the Giants. I think Kyle Fuller's... Or Kyle Allen is really going to... uh, crap the bed again and then they're gonna maybe turn to alex smith uh so with that pretty much the kelsey and the running back it's the running backs honestly i think fitz is enough even though big ben's the advantage but i mean philip Lindsay and brian hill aren't gonna get anywhere close to hunting davis and then kelsey's such difference maker um it's gonna be a little closer than people think but i'm gonna take gill for the win uh, next up, we got Team Chris 1914 versus the Silverados. Uh, coming off a heartbreaking loss to me this past week. I, I did luck out a little bit um, to keep undefeated. But anyways, uh, Kyler Murray versus Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan against Minnesota. Kyler Murray versus Dallas. Uh, Matt Ryan, that, that, that whole situation is just in flux. I'm not going to put him after playing like crap on top of it over Kyler Murray. Enough said. Uh, next up, we got Zeke Elliott and Daryl Henderson versus James White and Derrick Henry. Uh, the big one's Derrick Henry. I think he's actually going to be having the biggest game out of all of them. But I do think Zeke's going to get a ton of work with Andy Dalton. Um, so basically, it's coming down to Daryl Henderson versus White. Henderson's been great. Even when his efficiency's been low, he's getting touchdowns. Uh, James White's a little harder to figure out if he's going to get the work or not. So give me advantage slightly to Zeke and Henderson, but not by a ton. Uh, As of right now, we don't expect Sammy Watkins at the receiver position to be playing. Uh, There is a possibility for Chris Godwin, but he does have Kenny Galladay, and Kenny Galladay should be playing. So we're going to assume that Kenny Galladay and Stephon Diggs are receivers versus Amari Cooper and Tyreek Hill. Um... Basically, Kenny Galladay against Jacksonville and Diggs in a game against KC where he they will have to throw a bunch, I'm assuming, uh, versus on the other side, Tyree Kill and then Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is the big question mark here. We don't know how he's going to be with Andy Dalton. Um, so I do know what I'm going to get from Kenny Galladay when he's healthy through a full game. I do know what I'm going to get with Diggs, and I do know what I'm going to get with Tyreek, and I'm going to take advantage uh, Diggs and... Kenny Galladay, not by a ton. Uh, at the tight end position, it's Evan Ingram versus Zach Ertz. I don't know what is going on with Zach Ertz, so give me advantage, Evan Ingram. I don't care. Washington is not great against the tight end. It's where they do struggle a little bit, so I'm going to assume that Evan Ingram is going to get like seven, eight targets, and he's going to be okay, whereas I can't put any faith in Zach Ertz right now. 
at the flex position, you got Robbie Anderson, who is somehow good uh, this year with Teddy Bridgewater. I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. And Jerry Judy versus Greg Ward and Tyler Higby. I don't expect Greg Ward to continue his like super amazing run of being like not a good player, but somehow doing well. And then Higby's been total trash. So the return of uh, Drew Locke gives Judy a bump. And then, of course, Robbie Anderson's been fantastic. Now, if Chris Godwin does play, that does change things a little bit. It'd be him and, Gre- and Greg Ward, I assume. Um, that could maybe swing it to Chris's side. But I think I'm still going to take uh, Justin with the advantage at the flex position. And then it's the Browns versus the Niners. Don't like either of them. We'll call them a wash. But since the Kyler Murray running backs, receivers are all better. If I will say if Godwin and Kenny Galladay play, then he wins. If Godwin, if either of them miss, I'm going to take the upset to go to Silverados. I think he just needs it too much. Uh, now that I'm looking at that, no, I take it back. I don't trust Matt Ryan. I, I'm sorry, Falcons fans. They all suck. They're terrible. That is such a bad team. Uh, they need to trade them away, basically. So give me Chris for the win. Sorry to upset you, Justin. Next up, we got some uh, some big-time action between uh, Team Brian Brodsky versus Unjour in France. Axel versus Brian. Man, this is kicking him back old school. Uh, except for Brian's actually winning this season, which is something none of us ever expected. Uh, at the QB position, it is the showdown between Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes are playing each other. It's fantastic. Um, honestly, I think Pat Mahomes can rely more on the run game a little bit, and I'm going to give advantage to Josh Allen. I think he's going to be running for his life. I think you're going to see like 60 yards out of his legs. And I think he is going to slightly edge Pat Mahomes this week in a huge knockout battle. At the running back position, it's Miles Sanders and James Conner versus Jonathan Taylor and Raheem Mostert. I'm going to keep saying it. Raheem Mostert is an old man. Terminator does not make sense how he's been doing so well. So give me advantage Sanders and Conner because uh, I believe that this Connor will destroy that Terminator of trash who is just somehow fast enough to get one big play a week. I'm going to keep... I'm just going to die on that hill. I don't... I, I'm, I'm done with it. I, You know how I feel. Uh, at the receiver position, we got Julio Jones and Johnny Smith. I don't know if Julio Jones is going to play. He is not on the injury report, so we got to assume he is. Versus A.J. Brown and Calvin Ridley. I don't know if A.J. Brown's going to play. This is really annoying me. But at the end of the day, I like Calvin Ridley a lot better than I like Johnny Smith. And I like Calvin Ridley better than Julio. And if A.J. Brown plays, that dude's phenomenal. So give me advantage, assuming this lineup, to Axel's team. Uh, the tight end position, Johnny Smith better than Trey Burton, obviously. At the flex position, Keelan Cole and Clive Edwards-Hilaire versus Damian Harris and Devonta Freeman. Ugh. Now watch. This is going to turn out to be Damian Harris and Devonta Freeman end up being the the play, and they end up outscoring. Uh, what is this? 
Okay, so apparently he had one big game. He got 10 points on 100 rushing yards. I don't, he's just a guy. I don't think he's going to keep that up. So it comes down to if Devonta Freeman's going to do well. He probably will. Or Clive Edwards Hilaire. Uh, just give me, man, this is all ugly. Uh, bye weeks are kind of crummy, man. Although Brian has no depth, so it's nothing about the bye weeks. Um, let me see. As it sits right now, give me Brian with the advantage. I will say I'm expecting if Jarvis Landry plays, maybe Marvin Jones to get in there for Damian Harris. I don't think Axel is going to I mean, he is a Patriots fan and kind of a fool, so he might play him. Uh, either way, advantage Brian. Who cares? Uh, Ravens, obviously better than the Buccaneers against Green Bay, so advantage there. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to tight end, receiver, running back. Give me Brian with the upset. Uh, I think that Brian's going to actually continue to win against all odds, and that's not that his team doesn't have a lot of good players. It's just Brian clearly never makes the playoffs, generally doesn't win, so advantage there um he's he's just gonna he's he's the cinderella story of the year next up is the marquee matchup of the week the ff emperor versus finkel is einhorn i had a down week but still came out with the win remaining undefeated but this may be the week i get handed to me i wanted to get rid of jared goff but i kind of passed on getting Tannehill. thought i'd wait another day didn't work out, so I'm stuck with Goff versus Lamar Jackson. Um, it's advantage Lamar Jackson. You know how I feel about that, but I just I don't like the Goff game as much. San Francisco showed not much to me uh, last week, so I don't expect Goff needing to do much again, which is what happened, I think, last week as well in their game where the run game took it over and he ended up... No, sorry. It was the week before against the Giants, like I was talking about. Um, on the other side, Lamar Jackson, he just has the potential to go off, and I'm assuming because he's playing against me and I generally get gone off on, he's going to go off on me. At the running back position, it's David Montgomery and Melvin Gordon, newly DUI'd versus Aaron Jones and David Johnson. Uh, clearly, the, the winner here is Aaron Jones. Uh, he gives me the advantage of running back. And he is going to just run over Melvin Gordon while he's taking his uh, backwards alphabet walking a line test. Um, and David Montgomery just sucks. Sorry, he's just a guy. So, advantage there. Uh, at the receiver position, we got Devonta Adams, CeeDee Lamb versus Mike Evans, Allen Robinson. This is a pretty big, heavy-hitting game. Uh, if Chris Godwin's back, I think that really hurts Evans. Uh, Robinson, I don't think he needs to do as much or in this game, but Foles is just ice for him right now, so that's huge. Uh, so it comes down to whether CeeDee Lamb can do it for me or if Adams comes back to another, like, 40-point game. Um, or, sorry, 35-point game. And I think he is going to be hyper-targeted, so give me the advantage, but not by a ton. At the tight end position, I got Jimmy Graham. He's got TJ Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson's the better play, but man, that dude has been disappointing the crap out of me. 
but either way, just give me advantage, TJ Hawkinson there, or give him advantage, TJ Hawkinson. At the flex position as of right now, I am sitting on uh, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. There is a possibility of flexing in Jarek McKinnon because he will catch some passes. Either way, though, it is versus uh, Marquise Brown and Tyler Boyd. Uh, Boyd's going to get a lot of targets. Brown has the opportunity for one big play. And like I said, I don't know if L.A. needs to do as much, so it'll be up to Debo Samuel. Either way, I have bad luck. I'll give a slight advantage to the targets of Tyler Boyd in the matchup of Marquise Brown, uh, but not by a ton. And then finally, it's the battle of the defenses. I smartly picked up the Patriots and blocked him, uh, blocked Dan from picking them up. That's right. I did that on purpose just to block you. I don't even know if I'm going to play them. They might get dropped before the game. Um, either way right now, if I play the Patriots or the Colts, they are definitely the advantage over the Titans defense. So uh, that doesn't matter. So it basically comes down to the running backs. I think that although his advantages in some aspects are just minuscule, quarterback's the only one, I, th I think that his running backs don't do much. I think Melvin Gordon's in trouble, and at the very least, they're going to just uh, ostracize the crap out of him. Uh, if he's worried about that, he can always slide in. Uh, he does have to do a running back. So it'd be carry on, uh, or Jake Adop. Honestly, he's he's going to go with the, uh, the risk factor because I think it's the... Uh, it's the only way to go. Real quick, we got, let's see what's the breaking news here. I don't think it's that much of breaking news. Apparently, Le'Veon Bell has uh, narrowed it down to two spots. It's either KC or Miami, which is really funky. I honestly thought that he was going to maybe get a call from Denver. Uh, I thought Denver would be smart and release Melvin Gordon because that's just a whole bunch of issues there. But apparently... They only care about the football, so uh, hopefully he goes to Miami. Uh, as you know, I own Le'Veon Bell. I own Clive Edwards-Hilaire in Dynasty. And although KC's definitely got the offense to sustain two good running backs like uh, the Browns do, uh, I just I don't want to go through that headache. I'd rather go to Miami and do something there. Maybe even get a long-term deal and get off his stupid just uh, diva attitude and uh finally just take the right money he's owed and he can get into a good situation with a good young team uh anyways uh give me give me the win obviously blah 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 uh now we're gonna move over to the dynasty league of uh, sorry switching things over the first matchup is Joseph for some TDs for any or this year's disappointment versus uh, an equally disappointing Georgia Dogs for life. Um, in a different way, though, he has two wins at this point, and I know he was tanking for the number one pick. So uh, right now at the quarterback position, it's Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady versus Dalton and Bridgewater. Come on. You know it's going to be Brady and Tannehill just because we can't trust the other side. At the running back position, it's Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry versus Ronald Jones and Devin Singletary. Again, come on. Not a big 
guess there. At the receiver position, it's Devontae Adams, Terry McLaren versus Will Fuller and Keelan Cole. You can see how this is going over and over again. At the tight end position, we got Mo Alley Cox or possibly David Njoku or Logan Tom. Either way, it's one of those versus Zach Ertz. And although I don't believe much in Zach Ertz, we got to go with the talent there. Uh, Mo Ali's been injured, and I I don't know what is going on with the bunch of the other tight ends on his team. So advantage Zach Ertz at the flex position. We got Kenyon Drake, Miles Gaskin versus Michael Hardman and Cooper Cup. Uh, Drake is hot trash, so it is either Gaskin versus Hardman and Cup. With Watkins being out, I think Hardman gets a little tick in his production. I think Cup will do enough, so give me advantage there. And all that aside, obviously we're going to pick Johnson for TDs to lay a big fat uh, turd all over Georgia Dogs for life for the win. Uh, at the next one, it's Team Axel Tricard versus Team Chris1914. At the quarterback position, we got Pat Mahomes and Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray. Burrow's got a tough matchup in Indy. Kyler Murray's got a good ma- great matchup, but uh, Pat Mahomes and the way Fitzpatrick's been balling out, man, uh, this all comes down to Burrow, so advantage Chris there. At the running back position, it's Jarek McKinnon and Demetrius er, and um, Damian Harris sorry, uh, versus Brian Hill and Duke Johnson. That is just, ugh, crap all over. Uh... I don't even want to... I'm not going to even comment on that. That's just... Uh. At the receiver position, we got Michael Gallup and T. Higgins versus LaVisca Chenault and Stefan Diggs. Uh, Diggs is the only one I really trust on here. LaVisca can do some. He, T. Higgins can do some. Whatever. Either way, advantage Chris there. Uh, at the tight end position, Johnny Smith over... Uh, over Evan Ingram. Now, these two players were traded for, so this is going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, advantage, obviously, Johnny Smith. He's been balling out. And at the flex position is Brandon Ayuk and Chase Claypool versus uh, Greg Ward. And we're going to have to pick somewhat for Chris because his other guy's on bye. Um, oh, it's going to be Kenny Galladay. So uh, Kenny Galladay and Greg, Greg Ward versus Claypool and Ayuk. Uh, give me Galladay. I think he's the only one. Um, yeah. He's the only one. This is not a close... This is an ugly matchup. Uh, I Honestly, this could come down to quarterbacks versus tight ends. Um, give me Chris for the upset, according to the... Or, you know what? Actually, he hasn't put Galladay in yet. So, either way, give me uh, give me Chris for the win. I don't think Axel can pull it out. Axel's going to fall to 2-10, and 10 probably, and Chris is going to move up to... At least six and six, if not seven and five. Uh, next up, we had Zeke and Destroy, who is on a major hot streak versus El Oso Fuego. At the quarterback position, I'm a little confused right now. I'm seeing Jalen Hurts. Wow. With Justin Herbert on by, there is no one else on his team that can be starting. Uh, he may be getting a phone call for a uh, trade in the real near future. Uh, anyways, we're going to go and say, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson have the advantage over one quarterback. At the 
because right now he's got Jalen Hurts as a hopefully once gets Hurts kind of guy. At the running back position, you got Zeke Elliott and Todd Gurley versus Kareem Hunt and James Robinson. Um, that's actually a tough one. Robinson has a good matchup. Hunt's got a good workload. Gurley's got a good matchup. Zeke's got a good workload. Um, honestly, this is kind of a tough, closer than expected one. Uh, but Hunt's been balling out, and Robinson was balling out and kind of lull. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Zeke and Gurley. Give me advantage, Zeke and Gurley. At the receiver position, it's Tyreek Hill and Robbie Anderson versus DJ Moore and Tyler Boyd. Uh, Robbie Anderson is the advantage over DJ Moore, and Tyreek Hill is advantaged over Tyler Boyd. So advantage on that side for uh, that position. Kelsey over Gesicki. I don't think there's any analysis needed there. So it comes down to somehow Mike Davis is a great running back and OBJ versus Jerry Judy and uh, Jarvis Landry. Advantage on the left also. Either way, Zeke and Destroy is going to destroy the crap out of El Oso Fuego this week. At the next one, we have team or fantasy football team versus look what you made me draft. Uh, Mr. Schultz is on a super tear at 10 and 0. He is just a beast. And um, Clay is at the unfortunate position of possibly falling further back. I mean, he was near the tippy top and he's starting to stumble a little bit, but he's hoping to turn it around against this juggernaut. So let's dive in here at the at the quarterback position, luckily he does not have to face Russell Wilson, so it's Baker Mayfield and Jared Goff versus Stafford and Cousins. Um, maybe Cam Newton. Uh, maybe Matt Ryan, but probably Stafford and Cousins because Cousins has that juicy matchup against Atlanta and Stafford has a good matchup against Jacksonville. Either way, I'll take the advantage there over what Baker Mayfield has been so far and Jared Goff not needing to do a ton. At the running back position, it's Alexander Madison and Jonathan Taylor versus David Montgomery and Raheem Mostert. Obviously, I picked the Madison-Taylor side because Raheem Mostert sucks. David Montgomery sucks, and I don't want to hear anything about it. At the receiver position, we got uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans versus Marquise Brown and, and Allen Robinson. Um... I mean, honestly, this, this could be an advantage on the left, but... Hopkins doesn't need to do as much potentially because the Dallas uh, starting Dalton thing. Evans, man, he's just a question mark to me. So, you know what? I'm going to go on the upset and say that Allen Robinson and Marquise Brown are the advantage here. Uh, what isn't the advantage is Robert Tanyan versus George Kittle. Now, here's the thing. Kittle is still dealing with the injury, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to go with the upset and say Tanyan outscores Kittle. I know. Super crazy. I'm saying it. Uh, so finally at the flex position, we got Sanders and Jefferson versus Ridley and Lamb. Give me Ridley and Lamb. Uh, Sanders got a tough matchup. Jefferson. Man, honestly, you know what? Maybe not. Nope. I'm going, I'm going Sanders and Jefferson. I changed my mind. So the advantage of quarterback, advantage of flex, and... The crazy advantages I've given at receiver and uh, tight end, believe it or not, even though he's starting Raheem Mostert, I'm going to say 
that Clay gets the upset and hands Schultz his first loss, although he'll probably still get the uh, Aniston points. And then finally, I'm playing the uh, worst team in the league as of right now. It's Team FF Goonie versus the FF Goonie versus the Untouchables. We got Deshaun Watson, Big Ben, Roethlisberger uh, versus Daniel Jones, Philip Rivers, Advantage Me, Clive Edwards, Hilaire, John, uh, James Conner versus Adrian Peterson, Mark Ingram, Advantage Me. At the receiver, I'll give him the advantage. He does have Thielen and Woods over my Parker and Cooper. Uh, that might change. I do have a lot of options, even though I've been kind of hurt a bit lately. At the tight end position, I think it's pretty much both meh. Hurst versus Higby, uh, no advantage there. And then at the flex position, it's Cooks and Brown versus Gibson and Freeman. I'm the more safe one. He's the more upside. So however you want to look at that way, either way, I have the clear-cut advantage and i'm picking me for the win so that it finishes week six review i know this was super quick me talking quick boom 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 but i gotta go ride my bike and pick up my kid so i hope you enjoyed and hopefully uh we will have a much better more fun uh review of week six so as always remember guys goonies never say die that's all folks